0: Today, I'm gonna take you through how to define what is truly important to you and how knowing this and taking the time to do it can help you start over anything strong. Hey, lovely, thanks for joining me again. This is one of my favorite areas to work on with clients because it is at the root of so many different things. When we're conscious, of what's important, then it changes how we think, how we feel, how we behave. When you know what is important to you, it defines and shapes who you are. It becomes part of your identity. So who you are now and who you want to be you're able to make better choices. You're able to, you know, reduce your stress levels because you can prioritize how you're actually spending your time, who you're spending it with, what you're doing. It helps you also work out the deeper stuff, like what are your values? You know, what are those guidelines that you want to be living your life by? When it comes to establishing your daily habits, your routines, your structures. It is so much easier when you understand what is important to you. It allows you to make confident decisions. It allows you to set boundaries with other people for yourself. It allows you to say no to things, you know, as 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 a recovering people pleaser, this is great stuff. And defining what is important to you gives you that North Star. So as you can see, it's the root of really defining what it is that you want. From your goals to your daily behavior, everything. So when we have that clarity, it allows us to fully live in alignment. Having experienced several burnouts really i just i think how many more do i have to have <laughs> right but the the biggest lessons i've i've learned is that when you are not when you are a person who okay i need to define this a little bit more i was going to say when you're a person who isn't able to just get on with stuff and that feels a bit negative but i am that person you know i am somebody and understanding my ADHD has really helped me define this a bit more, but I am that kind of person that if I don't feel right about doing something, oh my goodness, it really affects me physically because mentally I will struggle with something that feels out of alignment. I will not allow myself to do something that I really don't want to do. And again, You know, just saying that out loud makes me want to say, oh my God, how spoiled are you? But it's just a thing. It affects me physically. So when that affects me physically, what ends up happening is that I burn out. My energy levels drop through the floor. My immunity is crap. (laughs) You know, my immunity levels are crap. And I become ill. And to understand that about myself is a wonderful thing because then i can do something about it and that's why when you're changing your life when you decide to start over in some way you know whatever it is whether it's restarting that diet or completely changing the direction of your life you are starting off with such valuable information you are empowering yourself by understanding so much more about how you react to things You know, what makes you happy, what doesn't. Clearly, the basis for all of that is what is important to you. So what I love about this is I want you to come up with a list, okay? A list. I've got 10. I recommend 10, between 8 and 10, things that are important to you and to be mindful of them almost on a daily basis, I actually have mine, you know, the main titles on a post-it note that's stuck to the side of my iMac monitor. Because when you become more conscious of what's important to you, you just get better at snapping out of things that you don't want to be doing or that things, things are happening that are, you know, eating away at you and stopping you from being the best version of you. When I think, of how much time in previous times in my life where I've you know been procrastinating or I've been unhappy and I've never really understood why this allows me to fast track myself out of that and you know hopefully it will do the same for you I know instantly when I'm out of alignment because I've come to know the signs The signs are physical for me. My body feels heavy. My mood is low. All of those things now I go, oh, okay, (laughs) what's going on here? And I used to ignore that kind of stuff and think, oh yeah, I'm just in a bad mood. And sometimes you are, right? (laughs) We're all human. And sometimes you're just having a bad day or you're just tired. But if it's something that keeps coming up time and time again, then something isn't right. And to be able to go just quickly scan your list of all the things that are important to you in your life, you will be able to instantly spot where the problem is. So, you know, assume that these things are because you're out of alignment, then you can go detective, check in, see what's going on and define what is missing. Then you're able to do something about it. So there is no right or wrong to this list. It's your list. It's what is important to you. And as you evolve, as you change, as more experiences come your way, you you might find that this changes. Or it might be that the same 10 are always there, but the ranking of them changes. So you're able to sort of, you know, when you've got this list, you can rank it, you can score against it. And if you've ever heard of the Wheel of Life, that's, that's exactly what, what this exercise is. You take all of those areas and the ones that score lowest, that's where you focus. Okay, so if you want to know a little bit more of that just google wheel of life. It's um it's an exercise that I recommend um you know my clients start with, but it's not for everyone. But the key point here is the definition of what is important to you. How you visualize that is, you know, your personal preference. Okay, so let's roll our sleeves up and and get to work now. So where do you actually start? I've got three main areas here that I want you to focus on. They cover your basic needs, your psychological needs, and your self-fulfillment needs. Now, these are taken from Maslow's hierarchy of needs. He was a psychologist that looked into what is it as humans, uh, you know, what do we need the most? And he broke that model down into five different areas which fall under those three categories. So under your basic needs, there's your physiological needs. So the need to breathe air, the need for water, for food, the need to be able to sleep. It also covers our safety needs. We need to feel secure. So, in the caveman days, you know, we needed to have a good cave with small entrance so that we could keep the bad stuff away. It's the same in today. We need to feel safe and secure so that we've got somewhere to eat, somewhere to be warm, and somewhere to rest. It makes sense. The psychological needs. He categorized, um, he broke down into two and then subsequently another two areas. So we've got our sense of belongingness and our our love needs. So our need for relationships, for friends, for community. And within that same psychological need bracket are our esteem needs. So he broke this down into two categories. First one is it's self-esteem. So those things, you know, like um, a sense of achievement, uh, being independence, our, our dignity, how we, you know, view ourselves. And the second one is our esteem needs in terms of our need to be accepted and and valued. So, you know, your status in life and how you are perceived by others. And then the final section, which is like the top of the pyramid, are our self-fulfillment needs. Now, Maslow actually believed that not everybody would get this, that not everybody ever felt the need to do this particular section. So this is the self-actualization. This is where you have um, a need to fulfill your full potential. When you want, when you need a sense of purpose in life, when you've got, when you're on a mission. And he totally believed that, and I do as well, I think it makes total sense. He believed that until you had your basic needs covered, you couldn't start to address your psychological needs. And without your basic and psychological needs um, fulfilled, you weren't able to get to that stage where. of of self-actualization now I don't know about you but that makes total sense to me absolutely 100% that you know it's it's the basics of everything isn't it without our health our wealth our home environment our relationships these are the things if we've got all of those really put into place you are free to start stretching your comfort zones often these are the things that are the root of whatever it is that is holding us back. Okay, so there's lots there to be to be thinking about, but you're focusing on your basic needs, your psychological needs, and your self-fulfillment needs. So I'm gonna take you through my 10 areas of what is most important to me. Some of these may be the same for you, some won't, that's fine. Just replace them with with your version. So, these are in no particular order. Area number one, my children. Area number two, my family. Area number three, my partner or romance. Four is friends. Five is my health. Six, my self-care. Seven, my wealth. Eight, environment and communities, nine, adventure, 10, stretching comfort zones. So I'm just gonna go into those a little bit. Now, clearly the first four are all about relationships. Now you might just have one section that says relationships and then you can break it down further however you wish to do. But for me, I felt they needed to be separate areas because what's important to me with my children clearly is different to what's important to me with my friends and my partner and so on. So I feel that those are different parts of my identity because I identify as a mum, as a partner, as a friend, and I just feel they need separate things. So that's why I've done that. When we go into health, I'm including in my health section my physical fitness and nutrition so it's almost like the non-psychological stuff of of help it's the of of my health it's the you know it's the factual stuff it's how is my blood pressure um how is my food intake you know how, how good is my diet right now all that kind of stuff the self-care bit covers my mental health and Things that are really important to me that make me feel good. So physical exercise makes me feel good. So the self-care bit is almost, I understand the information, but it's like, am I making sure that I actually do it? Little things like I've got a non-negotiable of I love getting my nails done. (laughs) It's just one of those things that it makes me feel good. It helps me show up in a more confident manner. That might not be the same thing for you, but that is definitely something for me. Um, self-care, going to a spa might be really important to you. For me, not so much. I'd rather have my nails done. It's it, You know, it's all about your personal preference. So within these, you can go into, and we'll do this tomorrow, when we go into, tomorrow's episode is all about defining what you want. So we can go into each of these sections further you to really understand what it is that you want but self-care is a big area that i never used to have a level of importance over and that was so wrong so wrong (laughs) in in many ways so what is self-care to you is it something that's important to you i would advise i would advise that you definitely give self-care and whatever that definition is to you a level of importance. Number seven, my wealth. I break this down further as well. So I've called it wealth rather than income because within wealth is my business. There's also other income streams Um, I include in here my investment, my thoughts about my future, um, pensions and, you know, what am I going to do when I'm not able to work? I love working. um, But do you know what I mean? Like securing your financial future. So for me, it all comes under wealth. For you, it might be it's about my job and that's it. So make it make it your own. But the, the thing with money is, and why it's important, a lot of people don't like to think about money. But without money, we can't pay our bills. We can't cover our basic needs, and and so it's yeah. Whilst some sometimes we like to bury our head in the sand about it, it's it's clearly an area. So call it what you want. Eight now eight nine and ten are completely mine. Um. And what I mean by that is, you you, all of those I've listed so far are probably ones that every single one of us, um, you know, it applies to most of us. These next three are things that, yeah, I've defined, they're important enough for me to want to be really conscious about because they all contribute to my well-being, my enjoyment in life and that, you know, that enrichment stuff. So... Number eight is environment and communities. So in here, I learned a very big lesson um, three and a half years ago when, I think it's three and a half years ago, uh, when it's, the separation happened. It was me that left the family home um, and to set up somewhere else. So the kids had um, two places to go to. And having been in the one home with, the family dynamic as it was for something like six, 15, 16 years, it, it wasn't really something that I overly considered because it was so settled and so sort of established and it evolved over time. When I took myself out of that environment and into something new, also, I didn't own the place anymore. I was renting. And I in my sense of security was very very different. So for me, I've come to realize that actually the area that I live in, the um, you know the 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 area that I live in, the the type of home, but also that feeling behind it. You know, renting is nothing wrong with renting. You can make a home out of a rental home. Of course you can. Um, but there are certain things that that are different, and. So I had to take all of that into account. I am very responsive to the environment that I'm in. And part of that, which comes into the next stage, which is adventure, is I know that in order for me to truly relax, to be able to hear my own thoughts, to intake fresh air. I love the outdoors. I love hiking. Since my separation, um, I have... It definitely. as the, the number one thing that I have injected into my life in a major way is getting out, climbing hills, walking coastlines, putting myself in beautiful places. You know, experiencing that that awe, having awe moments that you are just you're just in awe of of where you are. And I need that. That's just something now that I've come to. You know, if I if I haven't done. Um, explored a new area, or or you know, gone on an adventure of some sort. I, I, yeah, I feel like it's it's lacking, it's missing. So what I what that means in terms of my life and why this is important is I look at my diary. When's my next little trip? You know, where am I going to go? Which part of Wales do I want to go to next? I haven't been up to Scotland. You know, all these different things. It's when you realize how important it is for you. And what good it does for you, goodness me, you start to make room for it in your life. So environment, communities is one. Um, and the communities bit is, you know, I'm part of a business community. I am part of, um, you know, a hiking community. To me, that all comes under environment. It's where I am, do you know what I mean, placed in other places and it's really really important to me I need that variety and I uh, you know I live in the in the suburbs um, but it's wonderful to get out into nature as well it does so much for me I can't tell you so number nine adventure that is part of it for me you know going having a sense of adventure that letting that inner explorer in me come out when i filled my adventure part of me, it inspires me to, and it infiltrates me, it, it, and it infiltrates through lots of different areas in my life. And, and so adventure, and I think you can find adventure in anything. You can find adventure in going to the supermarket. You can find adventure climbing a mountain. You know, it's there if you look for it. It's about being curious. It's about you know, trying new things. So number 10, stretching comfort zone. This was a new one that I started thinking about towards the end of last year. And I thought, no, this is definitely a whole category for me that I need to put in there. Now, what I mean by stretching comfort zones is it's doing something that makes me feel uncomfortable. Often what happens is when I do that, I grow in confidence. We can surprise ourselves every single day. If we become conscious of this, that feeling of like, oh, that makes me feel a little bit nervous, that's a good thing in my world. It means that my I'm personally growing. It means that I'm probably learning new things. I'm I'm doing new skills. One for me this year and my son, bless him, my birthday present this year was, um, he's, uh, my guitar disappeared. (laughs) My guitar disappeared. I thought I'd gone mad and put it somewhere. (laughs) But he'd, um, he's taken it because it was missing some strings. It needs retuning. I haven't played the guitar in decades. And it's something that I've been saying I want to do. And so this, this very much fits into this category of stretching my comfort zones I feel nervous right I'm like oh god I'm gonna be rubbish at it I hope nobody hears me all of these things but it's one of those where I think no I really want to pick up the guitar and and start playing um and get better at that so that's a whole section right now it's going to be the guitar but it might be you know when I'm out climbing you know, on, on a big walk, and I, I have to do a bit of a scramble. You know, it's scary stuff. It makes me nervous. But my goodness, when I get to the top, I love it. I love how I feel afterwards. So, and that it fills you up again, doesn't it? It fills up your happiness. It, it delivers me something that I can then go home and interject into other parts of my life as well. So those are my 10. And hopefully that will give you an idea of, you know, a great place to start with putting your 10 together. And as ever, you know, feel free to DM me. I would love to hear more of, you know, what areas you've got, specifically if it's something like, you know, those at the end, um, adventure or something like that, because we all need those dopamine hits. We all need those things that, you know, are personal to us that, really, you know, bring the fun and, and joy into life as well. So I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope you have fun doing this. I really do. It's There's so much more work to do here, but this is like the start of it. And now I'm going to show you how you can use that to really define what it is you want to be going for and how you want to shape your life. So thank you for joining me. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care.